Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners. and It's designed to get us purposely into God's Word every day for at least a few minutes, about 12 or 13 or 14 minutes. And in doing so, help keep us focused on our relationship with God, upon our spiritual lives. But it also equips us to be better able to deal with uh, all the difficulties that the day might throw at us. And the days throw a lot of difficulties at us, don't they? But also, since faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17, getting into God's word every day helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow in our faith. Now, you know people in your life who need to change their perspective, they need to change their mindset, the direction in their lives. You probably have people like that in your own family. Help them by sharing these short studies with them. You can share easily through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe some other technological means. But make up your mind. Share with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, literally everybody you can. You may help somebody start to turn their life around, start to get on a better pathway through life. You may even help somebody get to heaven. And that'll be a great blessing for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to continue our line of thinking and study, talking about the heart. The heart. Why do people live the way they do? Why do they act the way they do? Why do they speak the way they do? Why do they live the kind of lifestyle they live? Why do they take the direction in life that they take? It's a matter of the heart. People do the things they do based upon their heart. Now again, I, I, at the risk of sounding redundant, I'm not talking about the physical organ in our chest that pumps blood through the circulatory system throughout the human body, the physical body. I'm talking about something a whole lot more profound than that. We're talking about our mindset, our values, our soul. Maybe the word conscience is the best one, single term to describe what we're talking about what is in our heart, what our value system is, where did that value system come from, what is its directing and guiding influence. Now, conscience. You see, conscience is a mechanism that God has created within us. It's, you can't find it anywhere in the body. It's not there. Obviously, it's connected to our mind, our brain, but it's also connected to our emotions, and it's conditioned by us depending upon what values we incorporate as the guiding and directing values for our life. And so if our conscience says we need to be acting in a certain way, if we act in a different way, we violate our conscience and we have pretty much an immediate emotional reaction. But conscience can be so, so conditioned that it's past feeling. By continuing to violate it on an ongoing basis over a period of time, people can basically do away with their conscience. It's kind of a wiring system that we can't even find the wiring in, but it's there. God developed it within us or, or established it within us, and it's because we are spiritual beings as well as physical beings created in God's image. We have a soul. So the conscience is important. 
Now we've talked about good conscience, clear conscience, pure conscience, and again, all of this relates to our, our particular focus. It's a matter of the heart. How we live, what we do, how we act, the direction we take in life, it's all a matter of the heart. What is the value system that we have instilled within us as individuals? We can defile our conscience by violating it. And ultimately, it can come to the point where there's no more feeling in our conscience. No more feeling. Some people have developed the lack of a conscience. They have abused their conscience so much that they just no longer have a conscience. Now, read with me, or, or listen as I read, in 1 Timothy chapter 4. I'm sorry, let, let me go back to Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4 first and read verses 18 and 19. Paul, the apostle, talks about this. He says, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, alienated from the life of God. Okay, they're not living with, they're not walking with God. Their life is alienated from God's ways. Because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, again, it's a matter of the heart, who being past feeling, in other words, they have no more feeling of wrong, of ungodliness, of unfaithfulness, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. They're past feeling. Their conscience no longer works properly, if at all. And then we look at 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 4, and look at verse 2. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. The idea of a branding iron there comes to mind. And you brand the brand into the hide of the cow or the horse, and that obviously causes a sore to begin with because you have broken that hide with a hot iron, but then it heals over into a scar. No more feeling there. Well, people can so abuse their conscience by doing wrong, even in many cases when they know it's wrong, that their conscience just ends up being seared over as with a hot iron. There's no more feeling there. They can do all kinds of wrong and never feel any compunction about it whatsoever. But we need to guard against that because if we continue to defile or violate our conscience, eventually we will pay the price and there may be, we may end up on a road from which there, it's very difficult to turn around and return, almost a road of no return because we just don't have any feeling anymore about right and wrong. We need to be careful to never let ourselves fall into that kind of mindset or that kind of a matter of the heart, the matter of the heart. We need to, we need to really strive to apply ourselves to recognize the truth of good and evil and to always discipline ourselves to live by the truth of God's word. Now that's important because ultimately 
because it's a matter of the heart. It's going to lead us down the road that will ultimately eventuate in a home, with a home in heaven. Or it will lead us down a road that ultimately will eventuate in eternal condemnation in hell. So how is your heart conditioned? What is your conscience like? What are you doing to nurture your heart so that it will be always evidenced by a good conscience? A good conscience. When people lie, it's a matter of the heart. When people curse, use profanity, vulgarity on a common basis, it's a product of their heart condition. When people do good things out of the goodness of their heart, it's because their heart has been so conditioned to do those good things. A person who wants to live a godly life, that determination will ultimately come from the heart. You see, again, our mindset, our emotions, our conscience, the value system which we have developed to be instilled as the value system by which our life is directed. It's a matter of the heart. The difference between committing sins physically and being guilty in your heart without committing them physically is that they remain private sins when they have not been physically committed. They've been confined privately within you as an individual, in your heart. Now that does not excuse them though. Remember Jesus said, in essence, in Matthew 5, 21 and 22, you don't have to physically kill a person to be guilty of murder in your heart before God. You don't have to physically, in Matthew 5, 27 and 28, you don't have to physically commit the act of adultery to be guilty of adultery in your heart before God. In Matthew chapter 12, in verse 34, Jesus said this, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. <coughs> Did you catch that? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You see, why did you say that? Why do you talk like that? Why would you say such things? It's the condition of your heart. The condition of your heart. Why did you do that? Why would you do that kind of thing? Why would you take part in that kind of activity? It's the condition of your heart. The condition of your heart. You see, it all comes down to being a matter of the heart. The lifestyle you live, the direction in life that you take, the things you do, the way you talk, the way you act, it's all a matter of the heart. 
Let's pray, and we'll finish this study next time. Father, we thank you for loving us. We thank you for blessing us with a conscience that can have such an impact in our thinking as to right and wrong. And thank you for giving us your word to guide us as to how to condition our conscience so that we can truly know real truth and pure right and obviously obvious wrong. Help us, Father, to condition our heart to always look for the right and always abstain from the wrong and thereby to be a great example of godliness and to glorify you before people around us. Please, Father, forgive us. Hear our prayer. Gracious Father, in Jesus' name, amen.